This is Saturday, January 13th. Ever feel like if push comes to shove, someone will always be there for you, no matter what you do or where you end up? Or are you afraid of being alone, left all by yourself in the end? Years ago, as a young person, I had the opportunity to serve on a mission to West Virginia, Webster County, West Virginia, among the poor. The team I was a part of had the task of making repairs to the house of an elderly woman. She lived alone, out in the middle of nowhere. She had no running water, but instead a 50-gallon drum positioned to catch the water that ran off her roof. She had electricity, but told us, she could only afford to pay for a few light bulbs to burn in the house for light. She had a pile of coal in her front yard that she used to heat the house during winter. She had an old pot-bellied stove where she would burn the coal and also wood to cook her meals. Now her house was in desperate shape. The underpinning on one side of the house had fallen down, and so the house was resting at maybe a seven-degree angle. The roof had numerous leaks, From inside the house, you could see pinholes where the light shined through. Also, there was no insulation under the floorboards of her house. How she lived there was a mystery to me. But that was all she had. But do you want to know her most serious problem? She was alone. Completely alone. Now, I want to go to our scripture text for today. This is Luke chapter 15, verse 3 to 7. Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loves, loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts on his shoulder, it's on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over the one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Now here's the parable for this week. Jesus tells this parable to show the love of the Father for the lost. The story is of a sheep that has wandered from the flock. Doing this would put the sheep in danger. Sheep are vulnerable on their own. Predators can easily attack and kill just one. Also, the sheep would not be able to guide itself to food or water. Now, often sheep wandered because they, well, they eat one bit of grass and they keep eating in a direction, and that direction takes them from the flock. Soon, they have wandered off. Jesus asked a question of his listeners. Doesn't that shepherd leave the 99 in the open country? and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? You need to know the answer to that question is a resounding no. It just wouldn't make sense to leave the whole flock vulnerable, to go in search of just one. No shepherd would do this. But you see, Jesus is teaching them about the love of the Father. God isn't willing for even one of his sheep to be lost. He does what no earthly shepherd would do. But think of the security this would give the sheep. To know that no matter what the shepherd, where they wander, the shepherd would go in search of them and find them and return them to the flock. What Jesus is saying 
is there's no insignificant sheep, no insignificant person. One sheep is not given up for the sake of the flock. There are no acceptable losses. You see, such a sheep can do nothing to save himself. He might bleat, but this would draw attention to the predators. Jesus is describing a love that gives up on no one. He's telling this parable because the tax collectors and sinners, who are listening, by the way, think that God could not possibly care for them. And the religious leaders, they're also in the crowd. They've long given up on sinners, but God hasn't. Notice what the shepherd does when he finds the lost sheep. He puts the sheep on his shoulders and carries him home. He doesn't drive the sheep. Now, taking a sheep in your arms in this way is intimate. It's affectionate. He holds the sheep all the way home, and he does this with joy. Here we are being given a glimpse into the Father's heart. He's not angry that the sheep wandered, but takes joy in finding that sheep. Then when he returns home, he throws a party and invites in his friends and neighbors to come and share in his joy. How beautiful is this? We think God is angry when we stray, but no, he rejoices when we are found, when we are restored. He has found his lost sheep. Now, one of the shocking aspects of this passage is what Jesus says. There will be no more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Now, there are two surprises here. First, everyone needs to repent. There are no such righteous persons, and Jesus is trying to make a point. But he's also showing us that the sheep does nothing. It cannot help in its own rescue. Even bleeding causes problems. We think that repentance is an active act of returning to God. We do it ourselves, but the sheep has not returned to the shepherd at all. The shepherd has found and recovered the sheep. Where's their repentance in that? Here, repentance seems like a simple willingness to be found. You see, Jesus is revealing that he will do everything to see that people are saved. This is where we begin with this new year, remembering that we're prone to wander, prone to leave the God we love. But Jesus, in his love, begins a rescue mission. His goal is to bring us home, to make sure we get home safely. He doesn't chide us, but rejoices over us. Now, one thing Jesus never tells in this parable is how far the sheep has wandered. Why not? It's because it doesn't matter. I want to go back to Lottie, the woman in Webster County, West Virginia, who had nothing. We were sent there because she was alone. God was not willing for her to be alone. And not only was her house repaired, but new relationships were built, and she was brought home. King David put it like this, as far as we wander, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Let's pray. Some of us feel, O oh Lord, that perhaps we've wandered too far. This, far. this time we've gone too far. We're off the reservation and lost. But you come in search of us. You come determined to find us. To, so help us to see the magnitude 
of your steadfast love. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.